Yeah. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pagan topics. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging and cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. Hail and welcome, witches. You're listening to Witchcraft Grenade. But we do no harm, but we take no shit. Today, we're going to be talking with Lady Belladonna Laveau from the Aquarius Tabernacle Church. We're going to be talking about the new Lucius Project and pagan leadership. So let's get into it. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. This is Witchcraft Grenade. I am Lady Book Dragon. And Alexa, please skip to payday. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. I really I do. I really do wish it were that easy. That was that was that was a good one to start <laughs> off the show, Lady Book Dragon. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, but you didn't lose it, so I can do better. Yeah, you can you can do better, but I can do better. So I'm out of uh, practice. <laughs> so glad the pagan rapper here, guys. And I gotta say, I am really really sore today. And I got old man problems out the wazoo. And I just want to tell this little story because you guys are going to think this is kind of funny. Now, I spent a solid 20 years waiting tables in my career working. I was pretty much a career waiter. For the last five, I've been working in warehousing. And I just got back into waiting tables. So for all of you waiters and waitresses out there and all of you people in the restaurant business, just stay in it so your body is ready for the coming storm because i got my ass kicked yesterday and i literally spent all day today laying around in bed with old man problems so lady book dragon our show today we have a a very special guest prepared for us we do before we get before we get into that we get into it (laughs) i gotta ask you did you do the Ah. thing did you do the thing? There's so many things I need to do. Five things you're grateful for. Go. Okay. I'm grateful for my puppies. I'm grateful for a roof over my head. I am grateful that um, my my worth outweighs my debts, which is very, very uncommon for Americans. Like my, my, um, my assets outweigh my debt. I'm very grateful for that. All right. I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful uh, for my ability to bake. That's why I said I'm grateful for you. <laughs> Did I not met to you by name and now you're upset? Aww. Oh my God, that face. I'm so sorry. Aww. I am so he grateful for my little's wise why. Witchcraft grenades mascots why. He's always got something to say and we love him. Yes. So, all right. Five things you're grateful for. All right. So, I am grateful for the wife of legends. I am Obviously. grateful for Phoenix Cove and the person that she is turning into she is growing up to be an amazing individual uh i am very Mm -hmm. thankful for the opportunities that i've been given in life uh, especially with how much of a knucklehead i was up until this point in life Um, i'm very thankful for my family and i'm also very very thankful that 
you know, we have the ability for us to do what we do for the community and everything. You know, mm -hmm. it's a, it, it really is a blessing for us to be able to donate our time like this and, you know, have these little shows and do all these little things that we do to help out our community. Which leads me to our guest today. Now, can I do a real quick aside before we get into our guest? Absolutely. To our waiters and waiters, waitresses, and all of our hardworking restaurant people, I could not. I I was in it for three months and I couldn't do it. You have all our respect. Okay. <laughs> it's not easy. It's definitely it's not, not easy. It's, it's so hard. So, anyways, back on track. Yes, try on track here. So, guys, I had the pleasure of meeting our guest on her show, actually. Uh, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, when I first released Misconceptions, and she had a show on the radio called Candid Chats with Bella. And she still has that show, to my knowledge. Now, since then, I have had a very, very wonderful relationship with the entire Aquarian Tabernacle Church. Every single person that I have met from that church has been absolutely amazing to me and it is my honor and my privilege to have the arch priestess of the atc with us lady belladonna laveau how are you i'm so glad to be here thank you so much for inviting me today what an honor and a privilege it is to come on your show yes <laughs> i enjoyed meeting you on my show and I love your music. Oh my goodness. I was thinking before I came in here, I was like, I get to go see my favorite rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So good. Oh, and, and you honor me with your opening there with gratitudes. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I instituted the, the daily devotional ritual at Wiccan Seminary um, a decade ago and three times a day. We have a ritual where everybody goes in and they say the charge of the goddess, they set their daily intentions and they do five things that they're grateful for. And so when y'all did that, I was like, oh, that just made my heart smile. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. So yeah, we have a little segment here we call do the thing. And it is a, a self, you know, goal setting and things to remind yourself to be thankful for thing that we encourage our audience to do along with us that we always make sure that we do and so gratitude gratitude is the most powerful magic because the world does what you expect it to do right and exactly. if you if you are grateful for all of the things that you have it will give you more so it, it, i'm glad you're spreading the love that's beautiful yes thank you yeah well we were we were talking in our self-care episode last time and it's just like Gratitude and affirmations is some of the, the simplest magic one can do, but it doesn't mean it's not the most powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's that it's that little that little energy shift that you give yourself every day to make yourself, you know, that much more open to things. And it's just, you know, it's one of our passions here at Witchcraft Grenade is, you know, making sure that, you know, we're passing that along. Yeah, daily magic, magic in your every day in in the normal that normalizing magic. That's what it's all about to me. You know, 
do I stop and do a spell or do I just do magic in my everyday? I prefer the latter. Absolutely. So Lady Bella, we do have some questions for you because there are some big things on the horizon happening over there in the world of the Aquarian Tabernacle Church. And I caught wind of this about a month ago and I started reading up on it. And I think it is one of the most awesome ideas that's going around in our community as a whole right now. And that is the new Eleusius project. So can you tell us a little bit about what that entails? I'm so excited about the opportunity to rebuild the Holy City. So Demeter asked us about 40 years ago to bring her mysteries back. And we have been doing Spring Mysteries Festival at the Aquarian Tabernacle Church every year faithfully since then. And every year she gives us a little bit more. And so we are to the point to where she's calling it the restored mysteries. And if you know anything about ancient Eleusis, all of the, the stuff that they say about it is that the goddess told us to do it this way. The goddess told us to build the door this way. The goddess told us to worship this way. The goddess herself. And there's a lot of lore about Demeter actually speaking to people. And <clears throat> when you look through the museums, it's kind of weird, but that's exactly how it happens right now. So Demeter tells us what she wants us to do. And she has recently, I guess it's been about five or six years now, she has been asking us to rebuild her holy city and talking about how she needs us to have lands and gardens and um, temples. And she has slowly been giving us information about how to do this as we become more able to do it. Uh, in 2000, I guess it was 16, 2000, it was 2017 or 18. It was right, it was a year and a half before the pandemic started. I held Demeter as her vessel. And at the at Spring Mysteries Festival, we are vessels of the deities. We hold them as uh, incarnated deities for a year. And I was the vessel of Demeter and she, wow, the downloads were really incredible. But one of the things she asked us to do was to go around and tell everybody that there was an uh, approaching danger and we needed to be aware of our food supply. We needed to make sure that we were safe. We needed to live through it because she was gonna need us after this calamity was over. And she didn't tell us what it was. And we all thought it was gonna be like, you know, a blight, something like that. We had no idea it was gonna be pandemic. Right. And then the pandemic came and we were like, ah, ah. It really happened. I was really hoping that I was just making it all up and crazy and they were going to say, oh, that crazy Bella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sure but enough, no, here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah. So um, she has set us to the task of building the Holy City. And this year I'm the vessel of Athena. And Athena wanted me to hold her because she wants to give me the, uh, the blueprints the the where it the where the why the how and all of that kind of stuff and we have been steadily building powerpoints which is apparently athena's magic that's what the temple of athena told me they were like oh my god you build a <laughs> well that's what we do and um i'm just about to release the presentation but she has us rebuilding her city and she's given us piece by piece of how to do it First, she get, we literally were donated the gardens and they are a lot over 
from the church. Like we have the Mother Church in Index, Washington. It's in this gated community and it was on this little tiny piece of land. And then when I became the archpriestess, we were able to acquire the land next door. And then about four, four, it was while the pandemic was happening, right? Right at the beginning of it. Mm. We had somebody call the church and they said they wanted to donate us the property, the lot over, which is just a basic field. It's it's an empty field. And we've been putting gardens there. That's wonderful. And, mm. Yeah, it's really exciting. And then I had a vision, oh, about a month ago, that the property across the street from the church was where she wanted me to build Poseidon's Temple. <clears throat> And I was like, okay, um, but that's on the river and the river might erode the grounds. And so she gave me all of this uh, blueprints on how to build a retaining wall and wow. where to put Poseidon's statue and all of this stuff. And now I'm a builder's daughter, but I don't know how to draw blueprints or anything. So I get up the next morning and I go to this um, builder who just happened to be visiting the property. And I said, is this a viable plan? And he was like, oh, yeah, that, that's actually brilliant. We could totally do that. I mean, it, it's going to cost money, but we can do it. And then two weeks after that, the property came up for sale. Well, there you go. So well, I'm, then. I, I know. And so so we, we originally were looking for property that was like this big piece of property that um, we could put new Eleusis on and the goddess was like no that's not the place I want it and I'm like well where do you want it and <clears throat> it has to <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> excuse me yep. okay so gotcha. as the pandemic came upon us she just started giving me more and more information and one of the things about Eleusis that was so special is that the water and the land were really, really special and unique. And one of the things about the Mother Church that we've always known is that the water is really special. Like when Pete was alive, he sent some samples of the water to a um, lab to get it analyzed because he felt like the water was really magical. And they wrote him a scathing letter about how you shouldn't waste the lab's time on distilled water. And he's like, no, this comes out of our tap, you know, <laughs> it's very healing and, and really delicious. It's very sweet when you drink it. You know, you're drinking special water when we travel and have to drink water someplace else. I'm like, Ugh, I can't take this water because I'm so spoiled well, on the water we have here. But also the valley, the valley that we live in is known for its fertility. And I'm like, oh, ha, huh, we're already in New Eleusis. We just didn't know it. <laughs> and isn't that kind of how magic is people have been asking us for 30 years 40 years the, the church has been here 40 years why we've hidden the church way up in index because it's an hour and a half outside of seattle and i was like i don't know maybe we can find a place closer mate but it's because this is where new elusis is yeah and I, I i'm so honored to be able to rebuild the holy city so yeah, that's what we're doing. I love well, it. I mean, you have to think about it. What we worship nature, so why wouldn't it be away from the cities? Yeah, you absolutely. know, exactly. I'm not a city slicker at all. I can't do it. I can't even drive in a city. 
Well, it's paradise. We, Dusty and I have been saying we live in paradise for a decade. It's surrounded by mountains. You have to cross like seven rivers to get here. We live at, um, at the confluence of the river. So it's instead of a fork, it's two coming together, wow. which is very sacred. And it's, it's right on a river. It, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And people come to the mother oh. like, oh my God, I cannot believe how pretty this place is. I'm so jealous. Oh, I can't wait to you out. Oh my God. We, I, I've never been to the, the West Coast. So I would, that would be so much fun because my, uh, a good friend of mine, she has family that lives in Seattle. So she goes there at least once a year and she always tells me how much she loves it. And I'm just like, that's so great. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so one of the things that I love the most about this idea and, and why I believe in it so much personally is because this is a community that is building something right here, you know? They are, and we're the the ATC out there. They are putting in the work, hitting the ground, doing the legwork, and building this community up there. You know, and I think that's something that, you know, every tradition should be, you know, working towards because the more that we do that as a community throughout different traditions and all that, it's, a wonderful idea because it will help us as pagans be more recognized it be more normalized for people to see pagans and out and about and all of that and doing what we do you know because yes great strides have been made especially over the last decade or so you know mm-hmm. and when it comes to the acceptance of witchcraft and the practice of but you know, and this is something that I tend to get on the soapbox for a lot, you know, but <clears throat> pardon me. There Actually, is, I didn't notice. Yeah, right. Pagans are people too, you know, and I've <laughs> had it happen in my life numerous times, you know, where I've been treated like less of a person for being pagan and being open about it and being honest with myself instead of hiding who I am to other people, you know. But the more that these communities pop up and the more that more work that we do to spread this word and to educate people, it's that's the really important work, if you ask me, you know? Yeah, because I was uh, I I knew cloud when this happened, I was literally being harassed at an old job and being called a devil worshiper when I said, well, not really. Christian, I worship the trees and I'm I'm more <laughs> pre-Christian and it's the earth is my church and going into those like spiels where it's kind of you kind of put it you kind of explain pagan light so it's a little more palatable but I was already being called a de- devil worshiper. Oh yeah. By people right. who go to church every Sunday and then gossip like little hens and it's like well you obviously don't learn anything about church don't you <laughs> but you know the the aquarian tabernacle church has been around for 40 years oh yeah we have a group exemption from the united states government so that we have the same um religious status as the mormons and the catholics okay so we are the only group exemption in the pagan community. And what that means is it's a 501 number. It's a four-digit number. 
you know, a 501c3 is nine digits. It's like a social security mm -hmm. number. We have a four digit number and what it gives us the power to do is create other 501c3 subsidiaries, affiliates, charities. So we have charities such as Pagans in Need and Save the Seeds Foundation, which Pagans in Need feeds feeds needy people, needy pagans, and Save the Seeds Foundation is Demeter's charity about saving the seeds. She said the one thing that we don't do is we walk around the wheel, we we plant, we garden, we harvest, we don't save the seeds, and that's the most important part because of GMOs and losing all the heirlooms, right? But we also have uh, Spiral Scouts, which is the fourth largest youth, youth uh, scouting uh, agency in the world, institution maybe, that's what it's called. Um, Wiccanseminary.edu, it's the only state-recognized Wiccan seminary, which gives all pagans the right to put reverend in front of their name. Without yep. that seminary, we don't have the right to call ourselves reverend. And so uh, we have churches all over the world. We just onboarded Africa last year, oh, Australia, Europe. We have pagan yep. churches all over, Wiccan churches all over, Canada, Mexico. So it's important to know that it's it's been 40 years in the making. Yep. And yep. so while we all are, you know, gathering on our little bitty tribes, it's important for us to reach across and put our, um, where do you, how do you draw the star? Or maybe you don't draw a star, or maybe you say the words this way, or maybe you stand that way aside and focus on what we can do to save the planet. Because if the earth is our church, then what we need to do is save the planet. And I really believe, and you know, mostly because Demeter tells me, is that, <laughs> is that she wants us, the reason pagans have been called back at this time, the reason there's a pagan resurgence, the reason the new Eleusis is called back, the reason that her mysteries are back on the planet is because of fast foods, GMOs, too much screen time, too much time away from the earth and too, too much time in a plastic world, a disposable society. We need to band together yes. and make sustainability the, the game plan. Yes, yes, yes. Lady Book Dragons over here clapping. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm um, like, even like, I've been, tr I can't compost where I live, but I've been like trying to like, you know, do what I can with composting. Um, Cloud and I, we tried to get our coven into reusable straws. Like even just like the littlest things that we can do to stop with the one use society, like New Jersey. Uh, Jersey is trying to get rid of single-use bags, and of course, yep. people are going, "Ah, rubber, 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 rubber." So it's like, well, they have reusable bags. I just keep reusable bags in my purse, so when I go to the store, I can't say, "Oh, I forgot my reusable bag." Oh, wait, it's in my purse. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, if you if you uh, you know you grew up like I did, you already have multiple bags full of bags. Yes, that, Actually, that my, you you have a bag stuffed full of other bags already, so yeah. you should be good. My, my bag of bags is full. Why <laughs> like, are you playing with the only noisy toy you have while I'm recording? Please don't bring more bags home. Goodness no. Right, we, we already like we're good on bags, you know. Like we have yes. plenty. Like but, the the compostable bags, like. 
bags that are made out of a plant plastic that if you compost them, they go back to the earth. Why are we not funding this? There's a lot of things we should be funding. And, you know, as we tend to not get a whole very political on witchcraft grenade, I do want to say that we definitely do support, you know, green energy and all of yes. these ideas to do just that. Now, I'm going to paraphrase a quote here. And this quote comes from a documentary movie made in the 2000s sometime called Three Magic Words. Okay. And there was one quote in there that really stuck with me. And it said, as humans, we are meant to be the stewards of this planet. And up until recently, we have not been very, you know, respectable and responsible in that space. So it's true that we need to do this work, you know, and thankfully our younger generations are starting to pick up on that. Uh, definitely Before more we got mind. industrialized, we were doing okay with it. Before the industrialization, we were doing okay. We didn't understand it a lot, but we were like, <laughs> well, you know, we can't really make things new things very easily, so we got to reuse things. But now that we can make new things with a push of a button, it's like, well, oh, well, there's a chip in this. I have to throw it out and make a whole new one. When it's just like, no, it's still good. Like there's whole food drives of food where they're just like, oh, this isn't pretty enough to sell. So I guess we'll throw this out. And there's food drives going, we'll take that food. What are you doing? Absolutely. Well, I remember helping out with my grandma's church with food drives like that. I'm like, this is perfectly good food. Yeah. And where are you throwing it away to? Like, where is away? Right. That we have piles and piles and piles of garbage. And it's really important that we learn how to be sustainable. We don't know how. That's one of the things Demeter was like, humanity has lost the rituals that make you humanity. And I was like, what are those rituals? And she said, yeah, see what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know what? And but it's gardening. It's gardening. It's gratitude. It's praying before our food to bless it. It's saving the seeds. It's walking the earth in a respectful way. Our parents stopped gardening because it was easier to not garden. My parents had a garden. My grandparents had a garden, but I didn't learn how to garden. And I don't know how to garden now. And I can tell you that it's not just putting a seed in the ground and watching it grow because yeah. I've tried that. It oh, no. I actually yeah, like, my, like my folks, you know, they got a backyard. Dogs do their thing. And they've taken, you know, they've taken that business and they make it into compost. Which we used to do. And now people are like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. You make fertilizer out of poop. It's just like. Yes, it's waste. Yeah, and you know what? It's some of the best fertilizer you can get. It is. And, and I mean, so are human bodies, but we'll get into that. <laughs> so over the over the pandemic, I actually took up gardening. Uh, when I, especially when I was laid off and I had all this time on my hands, I was, I was out in the garden every day. And I grew a really, really nice garden. So, you know, it is doable to learn how to garden on your own because I didn't have a single clue. And you know what I did? I watched a metric ton of YouTube videos on gardening. And actually, that's kind of how I learned how to do it. Um, do you love 
internet. It's the repository of all knowledge. I, I learned a lot of gardening on the you on YouTube. <laughs> well. Yeah. My my fiance and I, my fiance cannot wait to have land so he can garden. Like when we go, my grandmother, so she's got a couple acres and she is a tree lover. Like if you touch her trees without her permission, you might as well raise the hand of one of her dogs. That's how upset she gets. And so one of the best things we get for her is trees for her, for her land. And whenever we're at a garden center picking out, you know, the, the tree for this year for my grandmother, he's like in his happy place. Like he's wandering around. He's saying hi to all the trees. Like he he's in his place. And I'm just like, well, honey, I can't wait to get some land so you can like go to town. Cause Absolutely. he's like the happiest I seen him. So Lady Bella, I have, I, I do have a couple more questions for you regarding this project. And one of them being, um, now I understand that you're going to be going on tour soon. I'm so excited. I was just thinking, I wonder if I get to see you while I'm on tour. I'm coming all the way up to Lansing. Hmm, you, I might, I might be able to make my way down there to meet with you. Yeah, yeah be great. Okay, so yeah, it's the, the World Love Tour Part 2. So the first one was the World Love Tour with Demeter. And now, and it was after Spring Mysteries. This one's going to be before Spring Mysteries with Athena. I'm, I'm so far. The plan is not to dress up and invoke Athena. She's a little bit more reserved than all of that. You know, Demeter's a, she's a sun goddess. She wants to be out there, but um, Athena is more about let's just get the work done, you guys. She, she wants me to <clears throat> share about the information and. The, what, what she wants me to do is to get people, encourage people, uh, inspire people to do pledges because with pledges, whether it's a dollar or a thousand dollars with pledges, we can show the bank that we have the income to get loans and it's going to take a loan to get land. I mean, that's just how it works. We, we could raise the money but that's going to be a lot longer to get land and of course there's there's millions of pagans so you know if everybody gave us a dollar we'd be able to buy new elusis tomorrow but everybody's not going to give us a dollar right mm-hmm. so some people i donate 500 dollars a month to new elusis out of my pocket um, i have a job and i donate money because i believe in the cause so she has a plan about pledging and pledges, if you if you pledge a dollar and there's 2,000 people pledge a dollar, that's $2,000 a month, right? right. Mm-hmm. You get $10, you need less. You, but if everybody does what they can, then we can do this and we can do it together. That's the important part is doing it together. One of the things that you mentioned before about pagan groups is that you, you have a pagan group and one person usually has the money and the land and the house and everybody follows their rules. And that's the, <clears throat> that's the priest or priestess mostly. Right. And it, it kind of makes it, you get mad at that person you leave. You don't want to play their games anymore. Where mm-hmm. at the Aquarian Tabernacle Church has been a, around a very long time. I'm the second arch priestess that is the primate of the church. We have a a, a governmental structure that we have a soul corp and stuff like that and right. so when we do this together it really belongs to the community it's not my property right it, it's 
it's not something that I started. I picked it up. I'm carrying it forward. But there's a whole bunch of people running this ship, you know, like it's not just me. And so that makes it more doable when you just have when it, we're be, we're building on to this guy's land, then people are less inclined to to put their energy behind it because that guy can decide any day that they can't, they don't want anybody to come over to the house anymore. When you have something that's owned by everybody, like the mother church, I live in the mother church, but it's not my house. I have a two room apartment upstairs. The church belongs to the church. And I couldn't take it away from the church if I wanted to, it would be, it would be illegal, you know? Mm-hmm. So it gives it, it gives it more to the people. It's something that can really be of the people. And can you imagine, can you imagine being able to rebuild the holy city and be the, the credibility that we would have as a religion if we had that? So let me tell you what Holy City, what, really quick. <clears throat> so Eleusis was the goddess's holy city. And then Rome came in and took Eleusis to Italy, right? To Rome. Right. And then mm-hmm. the Council of Nicaea turned the Vatican, the holy city that is now we know of as the Catholic Roman holy city, mm-hmm. that used to be Demeter's in Greece and so it got absconded by the patriarchy and she's like I want it back <laughs> yeah, well well n- not to sound bitter but Catholics are pretty pretty good at that <laughs> yeah she wants her holy city back and wouldn't it be wonderful if we could restore that for her and have a place where people could come and learn how to take care of the earth learn how to worship in a harmonious way, learn how to have respect for all living things and be able to worship together. That's so I love important. that. Yeah, like well, right I, now our coven currently doesn't have a place that we can all get together, you know? So it's like having land like that. And we've actually literally talked about buying land and creating a temple like that around here in New Jersey. <laughs> Um, like for that purpose of building on community and, you know, being sustainable and all of that. So, you know, it's, it's a wonderful idea and I believe in it hundred percent. And I am oh, going I to actually it. offer something up for you, Lady Bella here on the air. Um, so what I'm holding in my hand here and I'm holding up in front of my camera. Now you people that are listening, can't see this. And this is a series of like seven or eight sheets of download codes for my album okay mm-hmm. and for anybody that pledges if they are fans of my music they are more than welcome to partake in one of these free downloads of either misconceptions or my new album modern bard and you can add that as a little perk to anybody that pledges for your project oh my god dude that's awesome that's so kind of you thank you so much i mean the yes. atc has been absolutely wonderful to me ever since i started on this journey of music and everything i have been invited to hecate sickle festival twice spring mysteries festival i've been invited into the family even though you know i'm Karelian and you guys are like my cousins so like my cousin, cousins, my cousins. you know and and it's it's so wonderful so anything that i can do to help and you know while i may not be able to you know make a full-on you know pledge myself at this point i can give you guys the gift of music 
with I'm that. so great. Because Thank when you. it comes down to it, we're all in this together. And, you know, mm -hmm. I'll be in touch after that to get you, you know, I'll shoot you copies of these so that you get the codes and all of that. Um, oh, you know, it's so sometimes the gift of music is the best gift. Oh, yeah, art. Mm -hmm. And art. Um, I, I have one more thing before you go, and I want to get your reaction on this, because when it comes down to it, when we're trying to do projects like this, the statement, we're all in this together, comes to mind, right? But that statement is used so much nowadays that it almost falls on deaf ears to a lot of people, you know, and that's sad, you know, and you know, to keep those juices going, I wrote a little spoken word poem that I want to throw out here for this, oh. just for this occasion. And to be honest, I finished it about an hour ago. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored. All right. So here we go. This one's called We're All in This Together. We always hear people saying we're all in this together. That's a funny statement, even though it means well. But it's used so much that when you hear it, our response is, whatever. We want our communities to shine, to thrive, to keep traditions alive, selling trinkets and readings, donating our time. We must be persistent. It's all in the name of spiritual assistance, people reaching out to help. But a lot of the people responding nowadays are just out for themselves. But not in every case. But it's okay to worry about these things. It's natural. It's natural to think like that when we've, what we've all been through as a collective. We huddle in our little circles, remaining silent, not drawing attention. But to move forward, we all must see the possibility of ascension. We've all been through it, the discrimination, the unnecessary hatred, doing all we can to help heal, but being the joke of everybody's family meals. So it makes sense not to speak, but to know and to will and to be silent. So when we say we're all in this together, it's meant from a place of unity to never surrender the rights of a pagan people understood and equal. While we have made great strides, a single little pinnacle still draws so many eyes, eyes of wonder, eyes of fear, eyes of hate from misinformed masses. That's why it's so important to build upon our classes, our churches, our temples, the attempt to educate, trust the time and the money spent will be worth it because we all look forward to a time when we all get along better and we really are all in this together thank you <laughs> i feel like we should be snapping <laughs> so, yeah. yo man yeah and, God. wow thank you yes and and that is something that i'm also going to record and put up um i'm going to re-record that in a better sense and i'm going to put that up to help spread the word as well um these are all things that you know we can do this new elusius project and i inspire everybody out there listening to look into your local ordinances and to look into the possibilities of creating these communities so that we can all truly be in this together and network and build our community the way that it's meant to be and not the I mean, way that we're settling for right now. I mean, yeah, there was um, a really good conversation on Facebook a, a few weeks ago where we were all talking about, like, wouldn't it be nice if there were actually, like, you know, how there's Christian la record labels and Christian this and Christian that. And it's just like, well, why don't we have pagan rec record labels? Why don't we have, like, 
pagan pagan schools why can't we do like the same things that these are organized religions are doing and having a holy city would be a good firm step in that direction of having that acceptance and having the having i would guess to say the same rights as other religions absolutely absolutely we actually have secured legally the same rights as other religions because of our group exemption and we've we've tried to open a wicca academy for children and we just didn't the 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 person that was going to be the principal ended up getting sick and we we've considered doing a pagan adoption agency and the really the problem is not that the doors are closed. The problem is having somebody who can donate the time and energy to get such a project off the ground. Yep. When people have to work full time and, and squeeze in this on the side, it's really difficult. It took us a decade of people donating eight hours or more a day while working an eight-hour job in order to get Wiccan Seminary to the point to where we could hire a full-time dean. I was dean for a very long time, and then we got to the point to where we could pay somebody, and I stepped down and put somebody with a master's degree in education who had been the dean of education for the 10 years to be able to run that um, institution. <clears throat> first of all, I'm, I don't want anybody ever to think that I'm doing it for the money. Second of all, I'm really proud of being able to hire somebody to, to do the job and maybe able to move on to other projects. But the opportunity is there. It's the leadership. We get such a rub on the wrong side when it comes to leadership. Oh, I don't want anybody telling me what to do. Yeah, but you want somebody to create schools. You want somebody to hold a ritual for you to go to. You want somebody to 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 do things so like when I started paganism you guys you couldn't go to the store and buy a statue like you need people who are leading the way and so so many people are like I don't want to be a pagan leader because look what happens to them they get raked over the coals and they they have to sacrifice so much so maybe as the holy city comes into fruition there will be other people who are willing to step up as leaders and create those kinds of institutions that you're talking about, because we need, <clears throat> excuse me, we need uh, people who are law enforcement that are pagans that can go and teach the police how to deal with pagan issues. We need hospital chaplains, prison ministers. I tell you what, in the state of Washington, if you want to do prison ministries, they'll pay you a stipend. There are so many pagans that need ministers in the, the prisons and not anybody to do the work because it's so risky. There are uh, so, there's such a large need and there's such a vacuum because people are afraid to step up and lead because of the way people get treated as leaders. Yes, yeah, so normalization is a huge part of us being able to take more steps forward and even uh, cloud up. Before the pandemic, I believe it might have been a bit before the pandemic, there was talks of, you know, an army base and a chaplain position yep. on that. But yep. 
It didn't and, come around for yeah, well, I, well, whatever it, reason. It actually did come around. It's just nobody has reached out to me yet, but I did get myself listed on the registry as Clarence Pig and for the local base. Um, and but it just you know nobody's reached out to me about it, which means mm -hmm. that no pagans on that base have gone to their chaplain and been like, "Are there any pagan chaplains around here?" You know, and like, so it just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, but, it's possible they don't know. Yeah, and so what, one of the things that I plan on doing when I do start getting calls about that is creating an open circle on base. That's something that you know I will make sure that I can donate my time to you know, being a veteran myself, you know, and also, you know, you were talking about pagans in the prison system. There are a few people that I know that have recently, you know, got out of prison and are pagan that have been looking into doing something like that. But Lady Bella, you hit it on the head. And this is something that I've had conversations with other members of pagan leadership about, and that is the, the lack of people stepping up, you know, um, and that's something that, you know, when I get to the spot where I can pull off, I plan on stepping up in that space myself, you know, and doing something that I can do for the community as well. And, you know, Lady Book Dragon and I have been kicking around ideas since we started our coven was five, six years ago, mm -hmm. you know, so we are, I'm definitely on board with what you just said there, because to build our community, we need the leadership. But to be honest, we're also going to need some funding. And pagans hate money, you know? <laughs> you, can't be, you can't be a part of the solution while you're part of the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so, you, you have to get behind us having money or we're never going to go anywhere. Like, exactly. We traditionally are the weird people living on the edge of town selling trinkets by the side of the road. And that that is a place where i think we have been pushed to we were not originally that we were originally the respected elders in the center of town right, right. and it's okay to be that but i don't know if it's fear i don't know if it's backbiting and info i don't know what it is that makes people be like "Ooh, pagan leaders Ooh, i, I mean we have to have somebody to lead us and as the, it's it's such an honor to get to serve as the arch priestess but from this position i am constantly helping people that are running groups who are being eaten alive because they made a typo or because they sent something to the wrong person or you know small things it's not usually like if somebody really commits a crime press charges but goodness gracious we need to give people that are leaders the right to make honest mistakes and learn yeah. Yeah. and yes. they get so burned for the smallest things that they're like you know what i'll just i'll just stay at home and worship by myself i already know how to practice witchcraft i don't need to teach anybody else how to do it you know and that that damages everybody and that's one of the the things that demeter is trying to express to us that we've lost respect for elders We've lost respect for the wisdom that comes with age. We've lost respect for knowledge that is passed down. Yes. You know, everybody wants to figure it out for themselves. Man, that takes a long time. You got any idea how long it took us to go from the hand axe to an axe with a handle on it? As cavemen, it was 100,000 years before we went from the hand axe to somebody figuring out to put a handle on it would give you more torque. Right. Everybody starting from scratch is not the best way to go. 
Yeah. Well, to be devil's advocate on this, a lot of people do come to paganism because they were scarred by organized religions. So unfortunately, there is that trauma response that a lot of pagans have. Like, I'm a recovering Catholic. That's what we like to call ourselves, apparently. And I'm I totally understand that one. Oh, my goodness. And like you feel so shame that you don't feel connected to the church. You feel shame by this. You feel shame like that. You're told not to ask questions. And so now you have to respect this new person who's just like, okay, I have all the answers for you. And they're like, they like, they have trouble. They have trust issues. Just like, wait, what are you going to do to me? Right. You know? Yep. So which that's is- just sick. That's saying it from, this is the other side of the coin, which is why it's like, yes, we do need to respect our elders. But at the same time, there's like, a lot of us are traumatic. <laughs> now, I have a rebuttal. I, I have a rebuttal to this point though, Lady Book Dragon. And okay. you see, that comes down from the leadership itself, right? A good leader is going to let people grow into their own instead of this is how you do it. This is what we do, you know? So what we have to do is we have to be able to sniff out the ego in leadership, you know? And, you know, like myself and, and how we teach our coven, which is it's your path. This is what you're doing. We're going to teach you about witchcraft. We're going to teach you about energy work. We're going to teach you about your chakras. We're going to teach you about all these things. But when it comes down to what you want to study, if you want to walk this particular path, be it a druid or whatever, fine, do that. You are welcome Mm -hmm. to do that. Just follow the tenets of what we hold dear as a coven. And that gives the people their space to grow into their own. And, and that's something that a lot of, you know, groups don't do. There's a lot of groups that are, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. This is how it is. Now, if you want to study for clergy in a group like this, then yes, a curriculum needs to be in place. You know, that's something that I firmly believe that, you know, if you are actually ordaining people and giving them the title as reverend and you are a first degree priest or a second degree priest, you know, this curriculum is necessary so that everybody that has taught through that course has the same level of knowledge Mm -hmm. what they're doing you know yeah it's just like we'll help you build the foundation but the design the everything else how you build on that foundation 100 yours yeah i really believe that we need good leadership training it's one of the things that's that's my next project as soon as i build the holy city (laughs) (laughs) that is where i'm stepping into right now somebody told me we really did need that and and he's right i've been praying about it for a while and, and having bad leaders in the past has scarred our community. Good leadership training is really important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, Lady Bella, I know you got to go. All right. So yeah. thank you for hanging out with us. So glad to be. Absolute pleasure. And uh, real quick, you're going to find in the description links to where you can get involved with the new Lucius project, where you can pledge and all of that. All right. Anything else you got for our audience, Lady Bella? Uh, just, you know, give where you can. The, it doesn't take a whole lot. If everybody does a little bit, like I said, a dollar a month, man, where do you blow a dollar a month, $2 a month, $5 a month, skip Starbucks, bake a cup of coffee at home and get and pledge to the Holy City, atcwicked.org, go to the join area. You can find more information about it, springmysteriesfestival.com. You can see all of the things that we do. The ATC does a lot of work to protect civil rights for pagans. And it it is a really important institution. It's an honor to be able to be the Archpriestess. And it was when I was in boot camp, 
it was because of the ATC that we were able to go and circle together. And I didn't even know. There's so much that the ATC has done for paganism that even, I don't know, but I have elders tell me, oh, Pete did this. And it, it's really fantastic to get to have the opportunity to share. It has been wonderful being here with you today. Nice to meet you, Lady Book Dragon. Nice to meet you. We are, we are thick. Anything I can do for you, you just let me know and I am here for you. It, it's an honor to be here tonight. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Thank oh, you. Oh no, so no, much. no. The honor is ours. We, we got we got like someone building a holy city up in here, and she's saying she, she's honored. Mm -mm, we're honored. Absolutely. <laughs> you just keep putting on putting in that good work, Lady Bella. You're an Thank inspiration you so to much. us all, truly. Good night. All right, take all care right, of yourself. You. All right, Lady Bella Donna Laveau. God, that woman, she is a wonderful person. She really is. She's also uh, super pretty. Just saying. <laughs> I just kept looking at her like I'm, I'm just like watching her in the zooming like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. She really is. So she's going to be on tour talking about this new Alicia's project. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely wonderful. And you're going to be able to find a link to, you know, where she's going to be and all of that for this tour as well. So just, Cloud, you guys sit back and think on that in our lifetime. There could be a holy pagan city that's not ruins. Mm hmm. Yeah, that is that would be amazing. Legal. That would be something to take the kids to. That is legal and accepted and mm -hmm. everybody knows it's there and they're cool with it. You know what I mean? There's no lines yeah. to protest outside of the yeah. gates and I mean Washington Washington's a pretty weird state. So Yeah, I mean they're pretty woke they're, out there in Washington. They're pretty. Yeah, Seattle is um Seattle's a time. I mean the traffic is you know atrocious from what I heard, but everything else about it sounds really awesome. Well, I mean, except for also the prices. Well, yeah, well, you know, mm. you're going to have that. But when it comes down to it, I think we could pull something like that off in New Jersey. I, I do think it's doable. I think it is. It's just eh, the prices don't help either. Like, no, no, they don't. No. But mm -mm. but like I I, I'm, enough, I've been <laughs> I've been keeping a hot eye on that housing market and I'm still not happy with what I'm seeing. I'm thinking it with through enough blood, sweat and tears, perseverance and planning, we could probably, you know, create something like that in the future. You know, yeah, well, the group effort. What my brothers and I want to do, you know, have always said I wanted to do a farm. Yep. Um, and how my brothers were like, oh, that's so much work. We would never do that. And now they're both in the real world. They're like, actually, about that farm idea. I'm like, oh, big sister was right. Big sister <gasps> knew a little thing or two, didn't she? <laughs> so now when they retire from the military, that we all want to go in on a few acreage of land, build a self-sufficient farm. If each of us will build our own houses on this farm, make a self-sufficient farm and open a bakery together. There you go. That's that's their retirement plan. And I'm like, absolutely. I'll join it. I'll Let's do go. that retirement plan. Let's go. Just like yeah. we'll have some sheep. Like imagine having like sheep that's raised by a witch. You get the wool from a witch and the witchy yarn because the crocheting is magic, right? Yep. Just like think of all these all these common things. You can just like, oh no, this is a witch held farm. Yep, absolutely. Because my one my one brother, he's he's sticking to the Catholic religion. That's what he's connecting with, which I respect. And my other ones, he's just like, now nah, I want to go full on heathen. And I'm like. Yo, go pillage some villages, my brother. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, I mean, when Loki calls, tell him I said hi. Right. <laughs> I mean, our our community, you know, we are growing at a pretty exponential rate right now. Um, and I think it's a wonderful thing to be able to put places like this in place. And and you know, I've looked at the the you know undeveloped land market yeah, we... and all of that in here, and it is totally doable to grab yourself an acre or two of land and start something from there. You know, yeah, I, I was actually um, seeing some vacant lots just over the weekend where I'm just like, honey, you want to just say screw it to a house, get a vacant lot, and we'll work from there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and there is a couple in New Jersey, a couple, you know, standalone temples on land in New Jersey, and I think it's super awesome that you know those exist, and mm-hmm. I think you know with more of those we could build upon the community and just kind of you know network with each other, help each other out. It's, you know, you know me, I'm a dreamer when it comes to stuff like that. I'm always thinking of things that we could do to make things better for us as a people. And, you know, that's definitely one of them. But what Lady Lady Bella said about leadership, I think that should be a topic for another episode. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking this. I didn't want to interrupt her because I felt like I already interrupted her too much, but. I was thinking this, that witch talk has really been a help, but also a hindrance to leadership in pagan communities, because you got these girls who've been practicing for five months and they're going on telling everyone how to do it. But then you got like old crone druids and people who are, you know, been in the crack for years and years and years trying to teach people. And they're just like, but you're old. Yeah, You're old. and You're telling me what to do. I mean, yeah. you're going to have that. Gen, level Gen of X angst. has an authority problem. You're, you're going to tell, you're, you're going to have that level of angst with any generation. It's just natural order. Nah, I'm right? blaming Gen X. Now, why, why are you blaming my generation? No, I'm sorry, Gen Z. There you I'm go. sorry. Gen <laughs> Z has a real authority problem. Let's say with all I, got these, my, I got my generations confused. All these, genera- all these generational issues that have happened, Gen X has pretty much sat back and laughed. So, yeah. No. <laughs> Millennials get dumped on by the boomers and then Gen Z decides, oh, we're going to dump on the boomers too, on the millennials too. We're just like, screw you guys. <laughs> Gen X is not being very helpful. They're not saying, oh, leave the millennials alone. It's all relative, really, you know, like and to how you see things and how you believe and, and what you're into. And, you know, the times that you grow up in and the things that you witness in life all built to that. They all add to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least everything stupid thing we ha- we've done from millennial to from millennial back is not on camera. We don't have video <laughs> proof of us big tie pods and locking up the forbidden fruit. <laughs> I can't with that. Hex in the moon, hex in the yeah. fay. This is like, look, guys, we did stupid shit. We didn't have cameras, so no one knew we did stupid shit. We all know what stupid shit y'all been up to. Speaking so of, pipe down. Yeah, speaking of stupid shit, let's make sure that you guys out there are taking care of yourselves and that you guys are out there drinking fucking water and getting Drink some fucking, fucking sleep. Drink your fucking water. <laughs> I was talking to Cloud. It's just like, look, if we're going to start pushing hydrating, we should start doing water bottles and start thinking about merch eventually we'll get to merch i'd like in the next couple of years to start start doing a merch store or something i have already gotten a proof for a witchcraft grenade water bottle and i I think i'm going to change the caption to drink fucking water and get some fucking sleep (laughs) 
remember remember guys we are all soaked meat inside a mech inside a meaty mech suit because our our brains in, in in juice it's just floating there okay Nice and high, okay. It, it this is just more, the random shit I think of. It needs more juice. It needs more juice. It needs more juice. <laughs> you like it, the juice, huh? That's what. And uh, it also needs salt, but not too much salt. So, I gotta say, this episode we got to talk with Lady Bella about some really important issues, and not just the Lucius project. We got to speak about so much more within the community, and you know, I think it's super awesome just the work that the ATC does. And, you know, and shout out to my Corellians who are doing this, doing out there, doing the same thing, you know? Um, so what do we got in our meme pile today? All right. What well, we got? the memes that I have chosen have coincidentally ended up being perfect. Hmm. Like just a couple of them have ended up being perfect. I'm going to start off with this one, right? Mankind wasn't meant to work in December. We were meant to hide from wolves, drink. And pray our autumn harvest la- will last us through the dark months. Blessed be. <laughs> yes. So when I am an author and I don't have to go work every day, I am hibernating in December. <laughs> I'm going to get really fucking foul on Thanksgiving, right? I'll wake up for Yule and then I'm going to go back to hibernating until February. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. This one, this one made me chuckle. Okay, stop calling me unsettling to be around in an ageless primeval horror. Just because I look young from my age, have no reflection, and need to be formally invited to places before I can enter. It's clever. That also makes me think of something, though. Oh, rest in peace, Anne Rice. Rest in peace. Hail the traveler. Hail traveler. Yes. Yes. Oh man. At least she passed peacefully. Yes. Her son yes. did a statement saying, hey, she passed peacefully. We were talking. It was it was nice. She had a nice full life. She did. She really gave the world some wonderful, wonderful tales. She really did. She did. I actually have a... And they're off. Oh my God. See, yeah, this is this is why I can't with society. Ambulance just passed by. They're out there doing their job. So shout they out to are. shout out to our first responders. <laughs> shout out to our first responders. Y'all, y'all are super unappreciated, right? Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's that that one song from Genetic Opera. Ah, yes. Genetic Opera. It's a thankless job. Yes. You know. I mean, Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> oh my God, Anthony Head. And you know, there's a lot of people that that would have cut that out of our podcast and like, oh, Siren came through, not us. You go out there, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what else you got in there, meme pile? <coughs> Pardon. All right. So, old English word for library is bookchard, which B O. C-H-O-R-D, which literally means book hoard. And honestly, I think really think we should go back to saying that because not only does it sound really cool, but it also re- sort of implies that librarians are dragons. That's like perfect for you. That's like the it lady is. book dragon meme right there. It is. Yes. It is my meme of the week. <laughs> nice. Book chart. 
Well, I got I got to go with the I, I got to go with the first one. Yeah, I got a funny one for you, though. This one takes a lot of lefts. It's a long one. OK, OK. A lemon is not a naturally occurring fruit. It's actually bred from a sour orange and a citron. The sour orange itself being bred from a palmio and a mandarin. So it's not the product of evolution, but the selective breeding. So life didn't give us lemons. The implications of this revelation are more important than we all realize. And then it goes, when life doesn't give you lemons, you invent them yourself. <laughs> Which I've seen this many times before, but I have not seen these additions. Okay, there are some additions to this that I find very interesting. It's not actually known if lemons were made by humans or if they were just natural hybrids of citrons and sour oranges. Apparently, it's super common for citrons to fertilize basically anything they're near. And I got to love this comment. Great. Now we got kink shame the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, someone decides to comment that everything about this post is going so many directions at once. It's like, yeah. I love that. It's just like, okay, you've seen this meme so many times, but then it's just like, there's so much more information that gets added over time. There was this one where it's just like, okay, but can we fuck the, the stone? And I'm just like, what? Can, can we make combustible lemons? <laughs> my fiance knows that entire rant by heart and i'm the one who's I'm gonna burn your house down with the lemons <laughs> cave johnson everybody oh my god played portal 2 just just search it up whenever it's i need a laugh he just starts quoting it <laughs> oh my god I didn't so, ask for these fucking lemons. <laughs> I'm the guy who's going to burn your house down so with lady, the lemons. So lady Bookdragon, I have a question for you for our next episode. Now, I know we're talking about pagan leadership, but, you know, it's coming up on time to where I have to have another entry together for the Wiccan music experiment. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I am working on multiple songs right now. And one of them I can't record just yet because I have to get my hands on a better electric guitar to be able to um, record one of them. And that would be the blues song because the Bible thumping blues is a thing and it will be coming out soon, but I have to record that still. But I have broken Ooh. ground on recording lyrics for three different songs and I mm. need your help to help me choose which one to finish first. And then that will become my do the thing for the next couple of weeks while mm. we're waiting in between episodes. So we have the punk rock song, the pop punk song. Um, aptly named Skyclad, mm -hmm. and we also have a pop song that I am working on, and then there is the big band jazz singer standards song that I'm working on, the Frank Sinatra, Michael Bublé-esque kind of tune. So what do you think? You did when you say the pop song, it just makes me think of the boy band song that you did. It's in that vein. That yeah. brings me so much joy. <laughs> so I have to choose that. <laughs> so uh, the beat that I chose for that particular song is a K-pop type beat. 
So. Oh, you dirty, dirty whore. Oh, yes. Yes. The Wicked Music <laughs> Experiment is going, going K-pop. Um, there's going to be a lot of rapping in it as well. Um, and then, you know, your traditional, you know, hook that just drives the words into your head instead of saying something important. Um, <laughs> so it's like an earworm. Yeah, that's what we're working on here. Um, but it's... Uh, it's coming along swimmingly so far. Um, and I am in the process of recording the lyrics for that now. So maybe, actually, no, if I'm going to do the thing, I'm going to do the fucking thing, Lady Book Dragon. Mm-hmm. So next episode, you're going to hear another pop song out of Cloud the Picket Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll i'll shoot you uh, uh, i just have to you know i have to pay for the beat and stuff uh because you know i license my beats when it comes to stuff like this mm-hmm. um and you know you, you can get what you pay for but it just so happens that i have i have the funds available right now to be able to do that so mm-hmm. we're going to make that happen for next next episode and next episode, I do think that speaking about the pagan leadership situation would be very, very awesome. And I believe there may be some people I can reach out to to get some opinions and such. For that. Oh, please do. I, I think I know who you're talking. I think I know who you're thinking. <laughs> I think we're thinking the thinking I'm thinking you're we're thinking. probably thinking the same person. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, so I'll reach out and see if they want to come on and talk. Does about he have that. a very nice goatee? He does have a very nice very elder like goatee. Yes, he does. Mm. Yes, he does, does he always ask very thought provoking questions? Yes, he does. Has he been mm. on the show before? I'm gonna go with true. Yes, yes. So I definitely am looking forward to you know picking that man's brain again, and. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait to talk to him again. He's so much fun. Yeah, and if it's not this episode, it'll be the next episode. But there's also this little thing that I want to speak with him about. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about Ed the Pagan. <laughs> I was going to leave it himself. mysterious. How oh, dare you? No, 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 no. We can't leave it that mysterious because everybody's probably already figured it out. But, however, that being said, there's also this talk of this metaverse thing that's happening right now. And the metaverse definitely stands to add a lot to our community especially from a networking standpoint um and that's something that i also want to make sure that i pick his brain about now that being said Mm -hmm. we have a lot planned for you this season so we're not going to spoil everything oh you're talking about the viewer i'm like what you have planned for me i'm confused oh we have plans yes we do those of you but I would love there. to talk to Ed. I'm pretty sure he's got like a whole pre Ed <laughs> it strikes me as the type of person where if you ask a specific question, he's just like, let me guide you through my entire well thought <laughs> answer to this this question that I've been waiting for someone to ask me on. Just like he he's like a he's, he's a just like he's a he is. Yeah. He he is a philosopher, yes. which I would, someone brought up how are philosophers paid back in the day. I'm just like, that's actually a really good question. How were they paid? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they were paid. 
just, just clocked in money. and thought for eight hours. No, and last, I, out. last I checked, I'm pretty sure none of them made any money. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, this is another this one is a society things. before money was so important. Yes, yeah, it's another one of those thankless jobs. Or you, know? you had sponsors. Yeah. Maybe they're sponsored. Adidas. I got my own shoe line. I'm with a philosopher. My own shoe line. Do you imagine that? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he would love to. Knowing what I know about Ed, he'd love to answer this question. And we'd ans- accidentally have like a two hour long episode just because he's so much fun to talk to. Yes, that's absolutely true. And so speaking of Ed, he has finally, um, you know, over the last year or so, we've been talking about this and he's been working really hard on Pagan World. And yes. We are up and running on Pagan World. Everybody's we are. Here. And you can find our podcast linked on Pagan World, a direct link to our podcast, uh, as well as my YouTube channel, and as well as to some of my music, all on Pagan World. And, you know, jump in. This is a Witchbox-esque idea, you know, of creating a network to be able to network pagans from local communities all the way to, you know, the worldwide stage of things. So the more people we get to set up, the more connected we're going to be. And it's hysterical. Some of the comments on the post where people are like, oh, I signed up. Someone said, tell me your witch box without being without being witch box. It's just like, yes, that's the point. Yeah. I mean, this isn't meant to replace witch box by any means. I mean, the people of witch box, I would not have found my first coven if it wasn't for witch box, you know, many, many, many moons ago. You know, I wouldn't have found some of the people that I know in the community locally if it weren't for Witchbox. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be helping out with Pagan Pride. I wouldn't be doing all of these things, you know, and it's it was a wonderful thing. And it's a shame that it went away. But, you know, this Pagan World idea mm-hmm. is in the same vein. And I think it's super important for us to be able to have that kind of a network or a directory for all things pagan back up on its feet you know so let's do that if you're listening to this go to pagan world just type in pagan world and you will find it on multiple platforms Mm -hmm. right or reach out to me directly and ask and i'll get you set up myself all right i'm one of the editors on their facebook page and you know i i I make memes for them (laughs) the memes yes and um you know i have a few more up my sleeve that i'll be posting shortly but this is absolutely wonderful. It's community building. It's the things that we talk about all the time on this show. So who are we to not, you know, lend our lend our support to it? It's super exciting, especially until we have like a building that people can go to to get help. Because like if you're Christian, you can go to a church. If you're if you're jewish you can go to a synagogue synagogue. yep and if you're muslim you can go to a temple mosque mosque go to a mosque yeah all right and the buddhists there i'm just like oh my god i'm I'm getting everyone confused with what the places they go to the point (laughs) is besides my ignorance and the fact that i was taking a nap 20 minutes before podcast no listen Get some, drink some fucking water and get some fucking sleep. And that's exactly what you were doing. So I can't knock you for that. Anyways, so until we have a pagan temple or a pagan church, until we have buildings that lost pagans can go to to seek help, 
this is a great thing to use in the interim. And even when we have these buildings, it'll be a good directory for these buildings. Absolutely. That is the name of the game. So, baby steps, people, time, baby steps. We're coming up on time here. So, I want to thank Lady Bella for coming on the show again. Oh, uh, my the, God, yes. She was absolutely a wonderful, wonderful guest. Oh, she's like a doll. Yes, she is an excellent person and somebody that I, that definitely inspires me to want to be a better leader on my side of things, that's for sure. Um, and it's something that we're all working towards, all of yeah. us that are putting in that work. Yeah, so my thing for the next two uh, between episodes is I want to get my editing all done. I want to be able to say on the next episode, it's handed off to the beta readers. It's in their hands now. Mm, I, I want to be able to happened. do that because this book has been such a long slog for at least five years. And I'm just like, I was, long story short, I was baking over the weekend and I was nitpicking everything. Mm. Even though everyone said it looks fine, it looks fine, it tastes great. Why are you like so upset about it? I'm like, it's not perfect. And of course, I'm sitting here like, I'm so self-attaching again, aren't I? <laughs> I have this bad tendency of self-sabotage, and I just need to like take that little perfectionist, just flicker out and say, screw it, this is getting done. Yeah. And you know what? You'll be surprised what people think you know of of mm -hmm. what you're writing you know it, it's i used everybody in our coven and a bunch of my friends in the corellian tradition and all of that as like a focus group for modern bard you know mm -hmm. whenever i finished a track there was a select few people that i would send it to you were one of them like mm -hmm. yeah what do you think of this i need to know what your actual thoughts are on this you know? And I did, I, I gave occasional criticisms every yeah, now and then. Absolutely. And I need that. And you need that as an artist and as a creative person, you need that those people that can give you that honest feedback without being a dick about it, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and that. Yeah. Is when something... you just get feedback, like, oh, it's great. I like it. It's just like, okay, what do you like? Is there anything you dislike? Like in my dark days of fan, of fan fiction, I would constantly get comments of, hey, I like this. I'm like, okay, can I get anything else? No, well, that, I like it. That's how it goes. You know, like, yo, this song's awesome. That's all you hear, you know? Or, or a lot, beginning a lot with my poetry, like, yo, that's deep. Okay, well, what's deep about it? You know, like, what, what, what about that poem resonated with you? Or what about this song resonated with you? You know? And it's these things like, and through sending that out to beta readers, when you finish your edit, send it out and then just let it go. Of course, this is the thing with me. This is why I know I'm self-sabotaging because I had a meeting. I've been going to an academy for writers through a, who do a podcast that I really like. I really like the, the authors that do it. And I actually had a meeting with one of them one-on-one, -on -one, like, here's my synopsis. Here's my first chapter. What do you think? And he's like, I only have very minor things about your first chapter. This though, oh my God, you hit all the, all the points. And I should have rode that wave for like months. I should have been like, oh my God, he loves it. I stuck, I rode that wave for like a couple of days. And then I'm like, no, he's wrong. This is trash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I started an outline today for the novel that I decided to start working on. 
and I started an outline today, and I threw it out, and I started writing again, and then I threw it out. And this is just the outline, just coming up with the story, you know? And it's one of those things. I understand the perfectionist side of things. I really do. I mean, I obsessed over Modern Bard for a whole four months after it was supposed to be released because it didn't sound perfect to me, you know? And, you know, my best advice for that side of things is just let it go. Now, here's a question. What could we do magically to help you with that? Well, affirmations are always helpful. Yes. Hmm. This is a very good question. So let's have an answer for that in our next episode. I think some uh, deity communing will be will be needed. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So tell me go chat with my fair ladies. Yes. Tell me tell of me creativity. Tell me what you did. Tell me. Uh, how you got through it and tell me where you're at with uh, getting it out to the beta readers for the next episode. Oh, geez, no pressure. And I will produce a song. All um, right. We have our assignments. Yes, we now, have. Do our we assignments. have assignments for them? Hmm. Hmm. No, let's give them, let's give them the week off. Give them week off. Yeah. Study hall. Study hall. Study hall. Y'all stay hydrated. Yes, stay hydrated, get some sleep, take care of yourself, surround yourself with good mm -hmm. people. All right. And yeah, so we're coming up on time. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening to Witchcraft Grenades. Stay tuned for our next episode where it's either going to be Lady Book Dragon and I doing the thing or we're going to be speaking with somebody. So we're kind of... Uh, working on a pretty open schedule right now so mm -hmm. it's actually pretty wonderful um that we have this space to where we can so if you want to come on the show talk about your project talk about anything that you're into and all of that there's any kind of topics or issues you want to talk about go ahead and let us know at our facebook and we will get back to you and we can set up a time to have you come on yeah, I keep asking Cloud to reach out to people because I know if I reach out to people, I'll literally just like find them, hug them by the leg and say, please come. <laughs> That's, or, or just I a can, friend. I am picturing this in my head now and I can't unsee it. Because <laughs> you know I do it. I know I just you like, do it. I won't let go. Please, you, please, uh, please, sir, may I have some more? You come on show, please, sir. Please, sir. Just for but, five minutes. Yes, but thank you guys for listening to Witchcraft Grenade. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And yes, bright blessings. Blessed be. And we'll see you next time. Blessing, blessings, blessed be. And ha oh, yeah, we're going we're going to come back after Yule. So have a great Yule, everyone. Oh, yeah. Have a great Yule. It's huh. coming up. It is coming up. Wow. All right. Got to get my shit together for that. So hmm. do I. Bad pagan. Bad pagans. <laughs> All right. I'm oh, just kidding. I've been ready for weeks. All right. Have a great couple weeks, everyone. Bye. Take care of yourselves. Bye.